Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of It's a Wonderful Podcast and what a goddamn special episode we have this week. It is episode 47, we are carrying on with Musical March and there is sadly no Nolan Dean this week so it's just me, Morgan Robinson, in the hosting chair and we are entering a world of pure imagination this week talking about Willy Wonka and The Chocolate Factory, uh, a movie from 1970-71, I forget. Brandon Hanna, can you tell me what year Willy Wonka and The Chocolate Factory came out? There's no earthly way of knowing. That's an appropriate response. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, Brandon Hanna is here, everyone. Uh, so, big, huge applause to him. We, we uh, last had him on um, when Nolan uh, was not on also. During the Wolfman episode, um, Brandon, what have you done with Nolan this time? Well, I sent him to Loompa Land with all the <laughs> Hank Swangles and the Zang Doodles and the Vermicious Knits. I mean, the Vermicious Knits are clearly the most dangerous of all Loompa Land. Yeah, and he, he um, might get eaten. Creatures. He will breakfast. get eaten. I'm sure he will get eaten. That's exactly where he is right now. But Brandon is not the only uh, special guest we have on uh, today, because also joining us is the ever glorious uh, Janine the Machine. Hello. Hello. Brandon needed some help shipping Nolan off to Oompaland, so he called me. Did he put up a fight this time, then? Was it not as easy as last time when you just apparently trapped him in your basement? Are you talking to me? I am talking oh, oh, to you. Oh, um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this time, I mean, I had to put him on, like, a cargo airplane, you know, like, underneath where they keep all yeah. the crates and the boxes. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was kind of in, like, a, like a dog cage. Um, I mean, how... How much do flights to Loompaland cost? How much was shipping? Eh, it was only about like twelve dollars, you know. No, that's and and we split the cost, so yeah, it's through Amazon Prime, so we had a good deal. Or Amazon ships to Loompaland, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not okay. supposed to tell anybody that. And well, the movie is seventy-one, by the way. Seventy-one. Janine comes in with the with the with the facts, with the knowledge that neither of us could pull Shmo up. Down. I was quite ashamed of myself. Schmodown. Yeah, Schmodown, indeed. I was quite quite ashamed of myself, considering I uh, pride myself on knowledge of release dates. But yes, that is the movie we three are talking about uh, this week. Get ready for a fun episode janine i was talking with you before you brought up the fact that not many people would uh necessarily not necessarily consider this film a musical but not think of it that way first off like uh, a lot of musicals tend to be first of thought of as musicals um why why why, why would you say that i don't know because i don't think it has those big like poppy musical numbers. It kind of just has Oompa Loompas coming in and talking shit mostly <laughs> in between periods of kids doing stupid things. So there's I not mean, like super huge big set pieces and things like that. That is true. 
And the loomp, the Oompa Loompa songs are very questionable. Uh, in some some of them, they they do like to fat shame. Yeah. And they they also like brat to shame. brat shame. And um, what's another rat shame as well? They're not a fan of rats, which is actually one of the the health and safety laws that Willy Wonka's chocolate factory actually passes is the um they don't have rats or disease in in their factory even though um they like to put shoes and coats uh, coats and various other things in the batch of whatever weird stuff they're making but uh guys let's really open this conversation up um this movie is a movie we all love uh, this movie is a movie we have all watched together in the same room. Um, Nolan is not here to bring up the argument of the book is better, um, which I don't understand. But what is it for both of you that is the re the main reason you both have such fondness for this one? Who's who's going first? Who's going I guess, first? I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, Brandon. <laughs> well, I mean, aside from the nostalgia of watching it as a kid, um, there's just like a sense of awe and wonder and like mystery about the film that kind of like sucks you in. I mean, you know, the song "Pure Imagination" by our good boy Willy Wonka really, really, you know, you know, justify. It really wraps that all up in a nice bow. Mm -hmm. and says this is what this movie's about. Uh, yeah, I don't know, it's just uh it's just fun to be it just reminds you why we love movies. It's something that just transports you to another dimension, another world and for the you know, two hours that you're watching it you forget about your mundane problems and you're in some grand chocolate factory with Oompa Loompas with orange skin and green hair and transporting much better than the Oompa Loompas from uh, the two thousand five version where they all look the same. Yeah, I don't like that. No. I like I like with Oompa Loompas no, to have distinct it. individual personalities. So do I. So do I. Um, also lacking from the 2005 one was the use of the flute to lure the Oompa Loompas to one's person, which I uh, really appreciate the little doo-loo-loo-loo-loo. And then I, I, I do, I do, I do like that, Oompa yes. Loompa just... Yeah, you you do like that. Um, Janine, I know your favourite song is Cheer Up Charlie. Oh, God, <laughs> no. That song is terrible. I hate it so much. There's no place in this movie. That that's is a song in the movie part. that you, for, you, you forget that song exists until you watch the movie again. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, that's right. This song is here. Yeah, I hear you, Charlie. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's terrible. Oh, that is not the reason I... <laughs> I do not come back from that. I do agree with the nostalgia. I also like the creativity of how they like peppered in all the ways people were like trying to get Wonka bars and obsessed over this contest. I thought all of that was really funny. The character setup is really well done. Yeah. Uh, the, the sort of uh, slightly drawn out montage bit of everyone being really fanatical about the Wonka bars is definitely my favourite part. Yeah. Um, and it's only like half an hour in. 
um, but it or twenty minutes to half an hour in, um, and it, you kind of forget it is actually there until you watch it again. No matter how many times you watch it, you think the movie starts when Gene Wilder walks out of the front door and does his old limping and his forward roll situation, which is the one of the most well-known, iconic, best character entrances I think in. Uh, in at least the last, you know, forty something years, uh, it's kind of perfect for the. But you for don't not even get just... that for to like forty minutes in, right? Yeah, it's weird. Willy Wonka does not show up until like forty minutes in to a one-hour forty-minute movie, <laughs> uh, because they spend they spend fifteen minutes going round to various countries and having each country's version of being fanatical over Wonka bars. Well, um, speaking of countries, where the <laughs> hell is Charlie from? <laughs> what the fuck is that random, weird, Swedish, German, American, English town that he lives in? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brandon, can you answer that question? Why, why is this movie set half in Belgium, half in Germany, but everybody speaks English? I, I really don't know. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I like. I don't know. Uh, growing up, I guess I always kind of assumed it was in like London or something, but I mean, like London doesn't look like that. But you know, because like some people have British accents, but then some people don't. I don't know what Willy Wonka's doing yeah. there. It's clearly an American. <laughs> some uh, people are Charlie, American. Some people Grandpa are British. Joe, all American. <laughs> Uh, well, some people are actually German. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like some, his some... boss, because he's 11 and he has a job. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the child. You're child just going into the laws. child labor laws. But maybe, maybe that's the point, is that it can be anywhere. Uh, you know, Do you know what? Maybe anywhere. that is the point. USA. Just like if you watch the movie Seven... It kind of takes place in this city that doesn't exist. It could be any city in America. That that is to inspire fear in you, but this is to inspire wonder and joy. I have never thought of it that way. I'm just maybe slightly nitpicking as to where the hell this movie is set. <laughs> and that is kind of my feelings towards this movie in general. I adore this movie, but there is so many little things that are just confusing. <laughs> Like Mr. Turkentine, his uh, science yeah, teacher. Like the teacher who is the world's <laughs> worst teacher. In in people's I don't know big outlets ranking list of wor of worst teachers in movie. Mr. Turkentine has got to be up there. For one, he can't work out the percentage of two hundred to a thousand. Because or, or two, two to a thousand. Without yeah, being completely insulting to poor little Charlie Bucket. Well, well, I can't do that. You only open two. Let's say you bought two hundred Wonka bars. How many? How many Wonka bars did you open? A hundred. And how many did you open? A hundred and fifty. How many did you open? Two. Okay, two hundred. No, no, just just two. <laughs> That's too you difficult for me, shit. a qualified teacher. I'm just going to shame you for not buying all the chocolate in the world. I mean, like, you literally just moved the decimal two more places. It's not that difficult. Yes, but Mr. Tur 
And this is precisely why Mr. Turkentine is a garbage teacher <laughs> and should not be teaching anyone it's of like any whatever, age anything Whatever to do that with percentage maths. is, just put two more zeros in front of it. <laughs> you should be teaching these kids. Mr. Turkentine, I'd also like to bring up the fact that he dismisses a class the instant he realises that there are golden tickets uh, for grabs. <laughs> he just goes, right, school's finished. Go, 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 go. He's like... Where's the head teacher? Where's the head teacher coming? Does the head teacher approve of this? Is the head teacher no, going apparently. off himself? Does the head teacher turn up at the uh, uh, auction of the Wonka bars with the Queen? Because yeah, that happens in this movie as well. The Queen is auctioning, uh, or the Queen is, buys a load of uh, a crate of Wonka bars at an auction. We also have the woman whose husband. Uh, gets kidnapped and the ransom is a crate of Wonka bars and she has to think about that. She doesn't she doesn't instantly just go, Oh, I actually want the Wonka bars more than my own uh, my own husband. She the guy uh, with we, the robot. I like that guy. The guy with the computer is legendary. <laughs> I won't say the, the, the that would be cheating. <laughs> the sassiest computer yes. in history. <laughs> what a computer have to do with a uh, uh, lifetime supply of chocolate? <laughs> I am yeah. now telling the computer exactly <laughs> what it can do with a lifetime supply of chocolate, and he's just getting enraged because he's there giving his his little, little presentation, presentation. <laughs> <laughs> and in his 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 very very 70s outfit and he's very very 70s hairdo and and he's very 70s computer and just pressing the same buttons every time even though he's apparently telling the computer completely different things with three buttons uh, with with three buttons on it's it. like a trumpet <laughs> i mean <laughs> <laughs> It's like a truck. <laughs> I've never heard a computer. There's three be, be buttons. This. How does it it's do the, so it's many the trumpet things? Of computers. <laughs> the trumpet of computers. It's like it's yeah, like that. I love There's that, that one Pete Holmes bit where he's like, he's like, I don't like trumpets. He's, uh, you know, it only has three buttons, but it plays all the notes. <laughs> like that's why I like a saxophone. There's no secrets there. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He isn't wrong. Um, but yeah, I'm, what I mean, what? Because uh, I, I, I do love that montage so much. Is there any more in that that sort of catch your eye every time and make you just laugh? Because it's a really funny sort of ten minutes or so. Well, the com the computer, oh, the shrink. Sure. Oh, the shrink's good. Yeah, the computer's the best one. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about him. I, I completely forgot I about the psychiatrist. Dream. It tells me where the golden ticket is. He's like, shut up and tell me where the ticket is. <laughs> Everybody turns. Everybody is the worst person in this movie. The candy shop guy is nice. Yes. But the candy he has man. A weird, may or may not be he a has a spy. weird song right at the beginning. Hey, he tried to hit that girl in the face. <laughs> Good thing she that had is... some uh, hot reflexes there because she would have gotten whacked. That's an iconic song. <laughs> it's yeah, not an iconic it's song. Iconic. It's a garbage song. It's, it's way better than cheer and cheer. cheer, up, cheer. It's not. 
It's not that much better than Cheer Up Charlie. Oh, it's way it's better. Very it's a creepy way to open the creepy I've movie. I've never and the... sang Cheer Up Charlie randomly, but I've... Janine has. I've candy made to myself <laughs> randomly on occasion. When you go to a candy store, do you just say, The candy man can. Candy it's man fine can. until the end. Because he mixes it <laughs> with love mixes and makes the world taste good. makes the world taste good. I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure the uh, the harmony was on point. Oh, we were, we were sure. just hit with the copyright. We were strike, on it. I think. <laughs> 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 no, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's a creepy way to open the movie, and he does nearly decapitate that girl. Which, in case <laughs> in case anyone that's listening, yeah, wasn't aware I had to, of this. I had to point that out to you guys. So you you didn't ha- see it at first. That is you. you You're welcome. Uh, I I will thank you for the rest of eternity for doing that. Um, the Candyman does nearly whack a girl in the head with his his counter uh, during that song, and it's and really funny. And that way funny. the song ends. It kind of ends on like a sour note, like a flat note, and so it's like kind of creepy. That's what makes it creepy, and it fades out. So listen again. It is. Kind of sinister at the end. I mean, the movie itself is quite sinister. Yeah. It's considered Down- a family film, but if you kind of <laughs> go back to it, there's some kind of messed up stuff that happens in that movie. Uh, I mean, we all, I'm sure, watched it with families. I'm sure it's like, it's, it, it is kind of a family-watching movie, but it's, it's not a child-friendly movie. No. Um, it's very unique in that way, and what is kind of weird, uh, going back to this whole thing I was saying about everybody kind of being a a horrible person in this whole world, um, it's really kind of negative in its viewpoint on on the world, because it's just saying, oh, there's just one guy, just one guy who's actually good. And the, here he is. Everybody else, and I mean everybody else, is just really self-centered and just wants. They don't care about anybody, and let's just go, go, go for golden tickets. But even uh, Grandpa Joe, he's not great either. <laughs> let's talk let, about you know Grandpa what? Joe. Let's get on to this. Grandpa <laughs> Joe, the faker. <laughs> faker. Um, it was the golden ticket that had the magical powers that made him walk again. It was not the... Nonsense, Brandon. Nonsense. It was not the golden ticket with the magical powers. It was... the Grandpa Joe is just as self-centered as Augustus Gloop. He sings it in the song. I got the golden ticket. Don't, don't, don't remind me of that song. That is my... In my head. It is, uh, it is my favorite song, Even actually, though in the whole movie. Even though the kid movie, that plays Charlie, woof. Can't sing Bad for singer. Shit. Oh, my God. He's a terrible <laughs> Grandpa singer. Joe carries that <laughs> whole song. Whole song. Oh, gosh. That is, I'm not going to disagree with that. He does That's carry this. That's why the kid's a vet now, because he can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> he does carry the whole song, but also... He's been in that bed for 20 years with three other fully grown human beings. 
Uh, and he uh, can all of a sudden walk and dance and do a little jig. Yeah. Faker. Fake news, Grandpa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> He's running around the bed. And yeah, I mean, I love that song. Look it's, at his it, speed. <laughs> it is, it's a song that gets stuck in my head uh, so often. I do sing it more than any other in this movie. Even Pure Imagination. And yeah, I know that's the sort of one song that everybody knows from the movie but i don't know whether it is is just my love of this movie that is why i love i've got a golden ticket or whether it is my love of going to a blackpool pleasure beach a amusement park in this country which has a ride based on alice in wonderland where where that song is the is the soundtrack really yeah, i've got i've got a golden <laughs> you are you are riding around on 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 a a cat because it's like a dark, it's like a dark ride at a theme park. You're riding around on a cat, and it's based on Alice in Wonderland, and all the people are creepy because it's like the book version, not the Disney version, because copyright. And uh, yeah, in 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 the background, they have a really badly looped track of "I've Got a Golden Ticket," which does not fit at all, <laughs> but it is my favourite thing. Um, it is terribly looped, and it makes the ride better. And everybody should go to Blackpool Pleasure Beach, ride that ride, and sing along to "I've Got a Golden Ticket" while looking at the Cheshire Cat. What is it? Because it's called Blackpool Treasure Beach. No, you said <laughs> no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Brandon. That is exactly what I said. Blackpool. Mm -hmm. Blackpool with a pool. <laughs> with That's a pool. One letter off. With a pool. It's pool. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's Pleasure Beach. Pleasure Beach. Yeah, as in the beach of pleasure. That sounds inappropriate. It is quite inappropriate. It used to especially be inappropriate when it was when it had the logo of a really creepy smiling man. Um, this, doesn't have that anymore. Is that an actual beach? But let's all go there. It's next to a beach. Blackpool itself is a seaside town. And it has uh, what many consider the UK's best amusement park. Uh, and a lot of the best rides and coasters and stuff. It's great. Um, but it does have that one weird Alice in Wonderland ride uh, with I've Got a Golden Ticket in the background. And I would be remiss if I did not bring that up in this episode because it's weird. And I love that song so much. And it is the best song. It is much better than Cheer Up Charlie and The Candyman. And Pure Imagination. And any Oompa Loompa song. And I, and, and I want the world, I want the whole world. Give me a bean feast. What is a bean I feast? A bean what is a bean feast, Brandon? Um, what is a bean feast? It's a feast of beans. You know, you got your baked beans, your string beans, your green beans, your pinto beans, your black beans... You know, ooh, your refried brain, beans. Um, you got Janine the Bean. bean. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> um, like, I thought that was like a popular UK thing because. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I do I, not know. I assume what it's a feast you. of like sweets and things because then she lists a bunch of candy and no nuts and donuts and whatever. 
This is Veruca Salt's song, by the way, when she's in the, the golden egg room and she gets turned into a... Well, she gets put down the garbage chute into the furnace because she is a bad egg, Janine. But if you also watch the very odd Tom and Jerry and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate <laughs> oh, Factory no. version, it is also Slugworth's song as well. <laughs> yes. Tom and Jerry, the cat and mouse, did a weird version of Willy Wonka where they basically do the whole movie, but they add like weird, they add Tom and Jerry into it. And there's a scene where Slugworth, when he meets Charlie, he starts singing this song. Does Slugworth want a bean feast as well? Yes, he does. Well, Slugworth and Veruca Salt should just go and have a bean feast together. And I'm just picturing, I don't know, this is just what I have in my head, is all lots, lots of separate plates on a huge banquet table, just each with one different type of bean on it. It's not really a I feast, also, it's just a collection of beans. I also forgot jelly bean. Jelly bean, you have to have jelly That's beans, I suppose. That's <laughs> the dessert of the bean feast. What is the appetizer? What is the starter of the bean feast? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. I don't know. What's a good palate cleanser bean? <laughs> I would like... What is the eight-course meal bean feast? Brandon, go. Brandon, go now. Tell me the eight-course meal bean. Bertie, Bertie Bots. Bots. Every flavored bean. We have oh, course gosh. need. We have course need. Do you know what? Like, that's what a bean feast is. Just a whole heap of Bertie Bots every flavored beans because they're all full of different flavors. Yeah. That's, that's that disgusting. Could, if you turned Bertie Bots every flavor beans into the chewing gum from yeah. this movie... Have you ever tried the skunk flavored bean? It's the worst oh, thing no. ever. Skunk flavor. I mean, yeah. Does that just taste like a, a, the skunk meat, or does it taste like the smell of a skunk? Oh, it tastes like the smell of a skunk. Oh, yeah, it's kind of no. nasty. Yeah, I just tried a bunch of those. I did not get. Willy that. Wonka would never make such a thing. He's too wholesome. No, Willy Wonka instead, as we brought up before, mixes shoes and coats into his batches, and that's when he makes it. And if it needs a kick. That is research and development. Those candies have not gone into production. You cannot fault him for his methods. Gives it a little kick. (laughs) (laughs) I also would like to bring up the fact that the amount of little half-throwaway lines... That are absolute comedy gold. Love it. Yeah. Is Great. impeccable. There's uh, from it gives it a little kick <laughs> to. I'm just. I'm sorry. All questions one. must be submitted in the form of writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's ridiculous. And every 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 single line of Gene Wilder's and Gene Wilder, I don't care what you, you can say, whatever the stupid goddamn hell you want about the weird Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka. Nobody will ever hold a candle to Gene Wilder, and I don't care what Nolan might say about the damn book. Yeah, he know, left a little note for us when we shipped him away. That that's very true. He did leave a little note. Gene for Wilder us, was. Very far off from what the book was. And let's let let's read out now. That. Let, 
let's let's read out now what um what Nolan's thoughts are, considering he's not here and we have taken over for this week. Uh, Nolan said this, he said, Overall, good movie. Pure imagination is very sweet and iconic. However, I feel they changed the character of Wonka too much, just so they could cast Gene Wilder, rather than finding an actor who could portray Wonka more accurately. Wonka is not a grumpy old man. Now, I would like to come back at that immediately by saying, yes. where in this movie is Wonka a grumpy old man? Aside from the end. And he's then... not, but he's not a but grumpy then... old man. He's a, he's a reasonably angry man for the situation. I mean, yeah, okay, he shouts. But, okay, his, he's not a his, grumpy uh, old man. His uh, fake concern for the children not listening to him, I wouldn't call that grumpy. <laughs> oh, please. Help, Stop. police, murder. <laughs> <laughs> they going to... Oh. What are, he's going to die, he's going to die. Help, police, murder. <laughs> what the hell do you want me to do? <laughs> Don't stop. Come back. <laughs> don't stop. Come back. That's no, please best. don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. No, okay. Don't go up there. Okay. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. It's fun because Wonka, okay, I'll give Nolan this. Wonka might be a little, a little uh, sadistic. Just a little bit. He might enjoy humiliating and maiming uh, unfortunate children. Um, but they kind of deserve it. So. Granted, yeah, kind of deserved <laughs> it. They did not listen to what he had to say. This is a movie about respect. <laughs> I've figured it out. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is actually ultimately all about respect of other people. Augustus Gloop and uh, Violet and everybody. No respect even for anybody. Joe, even Grandpa Joe. Charlie tells <laughs> Grandpa Joe, how come she's not listening to Mr. Wonka? And uh, Grandpa Joe calls her a nitwit. And then the next scene right after, Wonka says, no one tried fizzy lifting drinks. And Grandpa Joe's like, come on, Charlie, let's try it. But Mr. Wonka said, oh, one taste. It was fine. It's fine. <laughs> Because okay. Charlie, she's a nitwit. <laughs> yeah. Again, goes back to my point that Charlie is the only actually good person in the whole world. Brandon. What about the Oompa Loompas. Uh, the Oompa Loompas. Uh, are they good though? Are they good They're people? Kind of neutral, maybe. They're neutral people. They are not evil. Yeah. They are not they were good. saved. They were saved by Wonka. Or they were so, or they were brought into slavery. However, you may yeah. view it, um, just because somebody doesn't try and escape from slavery doesn't mean they're not a slave. <laughs> Which is a horrible way of thinking. You can fall in love with your captor, just like a uh, Belle, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> the Umpa Loompas are clearly suffering from Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yeah, kind as of. they they do their master's bidding at every turn. Um, I'm sure Nolan can have no argument against the fact that that is also the same in the book, where Wonka is essentially a slave owner. Human trafficker. He's a human trafficker, and <laughs> but however, he's not a grumpy old man. I disregard that statement uh, entirely. <laughs> he's not grumpy, but he might be a human trafficker <laughs> slave owner. 
And that clearly makes him very happy and also very sadistic. <laughs> He's a... Ch- <laughs> Look, Gene Wilder is just perfect in this movie. Uh, from his from his facial expressions, just line delivery, the the way he carries himself, just his interaction with every other character, it is Gene Wilder's greatest uh, output as an actor. It's his greatest performance, as far as I'm concerned. And I've seen a few Gene. I don't think I've seen. I maybe haven't seen enough Gene Wilder movies to 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 come out with that. But from the ones I've seen, and I've seen a good few, it's I think that it's a fair a statement for me to make. But guys, both of you, aside from aside from Gene Wilder, uh, is there any actual performances that stand out, or is there any maybe individual character lines um, that you just like? Apart from Grandpa Joe calling Violet a nitwit and then going on to you know be a nitwit himself. Come on, Brandon, you have to do it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> Clearly, the best line exchange in the whole movie is when um, was it Sam Beauregard? Mm-hmm. And he says, and he goes, "What business, you insult?" And he goes, "Nuts." <laughs> yeah. And he just looks at him like. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Salt. I love Mr. Salt. I think He's Veruca so... does a very good job. She's pretty terrible. She's probably the worst, <laughs> I would say. Oh, yeah, definitely. She does use she does use the word twat in this movie. What? Does yes. she? Yeah. <laughs> She's not a family movie. <laughs> <laughs> when we're first introduced to her, she uh when when they're all Everyone at the company, all the women at the company are like opening up Wonka bars full time. She like, I think she calls them all twats. I don't, it's something like, <laughs> she definitely, she definitely uses the word. Yeah. And but I was she, like, but did she She's use the, child. did she use the American pronunciation? So I maybe didn't understand it. I don't know. What's the difference? Well, look how the word is spelt. Long A or like... It's got a hard A. It's not. It's not an O. I don't know why Americans pronounce that word with an O. It's weird. So it's very weird. Twat. Stop. Stop. La- yes, yeah, exactly. Stop laughing. That sounds, that sounds worse. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does sound worse because it's an unpleasant word. <laughs> it's no, supposed says, to sound worse. She's got a. She's got a British accent, but she says twat. Well, again, with the nationalities in this movie, who the hell knows where she's from? She might be from I, India. I've already said that word far too much. This is a family show. This is not a family show. <laughs> this is not a. Fa- this is not about delightful family films like Willy Wonka, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And, um, yeah. But she does child murder, human trafficking. That scene with in the uh, in the nut factory though. Nuts. Please, please say it again. Please. Say no. It. You are, nut Br- factory. Br- 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 Brandon, please, please say um, Nut Factory again. Brandon, please, <laughs> please pretend to be Sam Beauregard right now and, and ask me a question. What business, you insult? Nuts. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Bravo, thank you, everyone. Bravo, thank you. Bravo. Thank you. Acting, acting at its finest. But yeah, in the, in the Nut Factory, when um, 
and Mr. Salt's just getting really annoyed. And I love Mr. Salt. Uh, I think the actor does a great job. Um, Roy Kinnear, I think is his name. I think he Shmodan. is... Schmodown. Very much. Very much. <laughs> Schmodown. Keep, keep, keep Schmodowning. Keep, keep on Schmodowning. Um, he is instantly annoyed at his daughter. Uh, rightly so, because his daughter is the worst of the five children. Um, even though she is, she's also kind of the most memorable, and she that helps that well, she she's has the only her one own who song. Gets a song. Yeah. yeah, it helps that she has her own song. Mike TV is forgettable. Uh, I don't really like Mike TV. Uh, <laughs> he's just annoying. He's just annoying, and he clearly loves guns and violence. Not until what, what age did his dad say it was okay 12. for him to get a gun? <laughs> but you won't Not until me, you're 12, son. You won't let me get a gun yet, will you, Dad? Not until you're 12, son. <laughs> um, I think Violet has probably the most memorable accident. Oh, of course. Of course she does. Um, Violet is kind of she's she's great. I think the actor the actress who plays Violet is actually great as well for what she does with her character because she's constantly telling very, people to cool yeah, it. Yeah. Very <laughs> very similar to she does say that a lot. She does say that a lot. Most often to her own father <laughs> because her father is also a very fast talking. She uh, says can it. I know that. Can it? She does say can it. It's can it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the I think the two girls are actually the best child actors. I mean, Aug Augustus doesn't have a great deal to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> apart from literally eating and maybe two lines when he's saying, "I you... bought some chocolate and I found a ticket because I eat oh. so much chocolate." In Go look at his adult picture. This is not chocolate. <laughs> Go look at his adult picture on IMDb. Do I want? Basically, adult him eating food in the picture. And his dad eats a microphone. Like with his mouth open. Just he, like... His dad does eat a microphone, and I he actually—he does. He does. I want to go. I, I kind of want to, almost want to go through each character introduction or each child introduction because, again, with these little these tiny random details, things. they don't even reference it. He just takes a bite and then they just move on. Tiny little details that if you that just what they make you want to keep coming back to watch this movie over and over yeah. and over again just to see what else weird things are going on that you've never seen in the other 20 times you've watched this movie like the newsman he's lined up with the antlers on the wall so it looks like he has <laughs> antlers like okay that's a choice <laughs> but yeah augustus gloop he's just sat there eating then his dad eats a microphone and and then we move on uh it, it's it's really weird in vile essentially shoves him into the chocolate river he does he does he's like oh oh don't eat my chocolate push push the child push the it's child so that chocolate looks disgusting by the way it does it looks far it's too watery <laughs> yes. it, it is a little watery well it's not melted I mean, maybe, chocolate it's water maybe he thickens it up later in the process because it would get stuck in the pipes if it was too thick duh Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Would it though? You don't because know anything if... about chocolate making? <laughs> no, you're correct. I do not know anything about chocolate making. 
Um, but if a human child can fit through those pipes, then I'm sure slightly thicker chocolate could. Yeah, that's a pretty big. That was a pretty big pipe. <laughs> that's a pretty huge <laughs> pipe, Brandon. <laughs> I don't know. Is it not? Do you not think that's true? I think that's true. Yeah. I think Brandon's given up. <laughs> can't physics your way out of this one. <laughs> I tell you, I, know, I do know, however, what Brandon can physics himself out of. Uh, is the fizzy lifting drink. Yes. Now, Brandon, uh, I know you have very sound knowledge when it comes to fizzy lifting drink and its actual real-world capabilities. Um, yes. would, you, would you care to give us maybe a little short, uh, I don't know, summary of uh, the, the actual in-real-world possibilities of a fizzy lifting drink? Um, let's see. So I did a film physics on this. That's exactly and... why I brought it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if I remember the numbers off the top of my head, but basically they're impossible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. I, it's, uh, well, first of all, you know, most carbonated beverages have, well, CO2 in them, hence the name carbonated beverages. Uh, science, that, Janine, if you weren't aware, that's, that's yeah. called science. Self-explanatory. And <laughs> carbon dioxide is denser than air, and if you want to float, you're going to need to consume a gas that's lighter than air, because that's how buoyancy works. Uh, so, yeah, the, <laughs> the lightest gas that you could maybe try would be helium, but you would need so much of it, you would pretty much turn into a giant ball like Violet Beauregard does. And, I mean, maybe in this universe you wouldn't die, but in real life you would certainly die. Well, that is a shame. Um, so imagine if Violet was filled with helium instead of... Juice. Juice. Uh... <laughs> Maybe she would have floated in the air. What if Violet was filled with juice and helium? Would she lift up in the air and then explode everywhere over the city? You would need a lot more helium because the juice would add weight. This is a universe where we have a glass elevator that can go any which way you can think of, including and fly. And supposedly the magic of the golden ticket gets uh, Grandpa Joe's ass out of bed. I'd like to point out as well, Janine, that this was something that Brandon did say, yet he's yes, diminishing the... the magic of he's the golden ticket. <laughs> he's diminishing the actual possibility of a fizzy lifting drink in favour of magic. So... Um, yeah, but carbon dioxide, denser than air, so doesn't matter how much they drink, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, you should well, have been uh, the teacher instead of Mr. Turkentine. Exactly. If and if anybody, if any uh, listeners do want to go and hear more of what Brandon uh, has to think on fizzy lifting drink and its its possibilities, and get all the actual scientific facts, because he is actually very um, he's he's very he's very clever. He's much cleverer than he lets off sometimes. 
Um, oh, you can shucks. go. You can go on <laughs> over to uh, Brandon's YouTube channel, just at just just Brandon Hanna, and there is film physics, and you can find one on fizzy lifting drink, where I believe you are dressed as Willy Wonka, and I'm kind of disappointed you did not come to this yeah. recording dressed as Willy Wonka. I was waiting so for that. Just um, for you. Ju- just yeah, just for us. <laughs> yeah. This, this our listeners would never see it. Yeah, but we could um, describe it and get excited about it. Would have been a great conversation starter. Missed opportunities, Brandon. It's disappointing, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Just like all of the children in Willy Wonka. Just and like the ex- exactly. Very disappointing. Disappointing, Very disappointing to to Wonka himself. To I'm not sure if they're disappointing to their own families, as their own families aren't the best either. Um, uh, but you know and, what we haven't discussed. <laughs> What have we not discussed, Janine? The fabulous boat ride. We have not <laughs> discussed the boat ride. Um, Janine, since you brought it up, why don't you go ahead and lead the conversation on the uh, on the boat ride? Um, it's pretty creepy, but it's probably one of the most memorable parts of the movie. Brandon sang it like the first. That was the first thing he said. <laughs> Brandon, uh, what do you think of that creepy song and monologue? Creepy, all right. (laughs) There's some weird bugs that show up. You see fake Slugworth. Spoiler alert. Uh, Spoiler for a movie that is nearly fifty years old. (laughs) Slugworth is not really Slugworth. He works for (laughs) Mr. Wonka. That's not Slugworth. He works for me. What's his name? Well, what's his real name? Wilkinson. Uh, oh, that's it. Shimona. Shimona. Gives giving the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Yes. <laughs> I'm Mr. Wilkinson. Uh, how right? I'd like to also bring this up. Is Mr. Wilkinson the only other human being that works for Wonka? Apart from the Oompa Loompas. So. Yeah. The um- you only see well, I think Oompas. He's the o- I think he's the only non-Oompa Loompa that works for Willy Wonka. What's so special about Mr. Wilkinson, other than, other than the fact that he looks creepy and can just... I don't know. Well, he's clearly the one man that Willy Wonka felt that he could trust. What? He's probably what a slave, too. He might very well be. <laughs> what happened in Wonka's uh, past life... Uh, that made him trust Mr. Wilkinson above all other human beings up until he meets Charlie. I don't know, but if the Oompa Loompas are slaves and Mr. Wilkinson is Willy Wonka's only paid employee, he must be making bank. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, he does look very fancy. He is wearing a nice suit and a nice hat. So I'm sure he, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure he does make a considerable amount of money, unless he just lives at the factory as well. Um, but well I there are fan theories that the Candyman works for Willy Wonka too. What What are these fan theories that you so, so speak of? Well, if you notice, all of the Golden Ticket winners just so happen to be children, who just so happen to be have their weaknesses tested against them when they're in the chocolate factory. And um, 
it's almost like if you go when you see Charlie win the find or get the Wonka bar that has the golden ticket, it's like the Candyman. Like he specifically picks out the Wonka bar that he knows has the golden ticket in it, and he gives it to Charlie. I'm. Hmm. I'm not so sure about this theory, Brandon. Because like, and I mean he, the the money he found wasn't it like right outside the candy shop. Like he's the he's yeah. That's he's true. true. <laughs> Candyman could have just put he, it. He's in there. the he's the local candy man, so he knows all of these kids, and he can hand pick which kid he thinks would be the best fit to possibly take over Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, and he decides Charlie's the right kid. Why did he not pick the girl who nearly got decapitated? Yeah, he owed her something. She went through a traumatic experience Shoo. in the store. He owed her something big time. Just because someone is owed something because of a traumatic experience doesn't mean that they're the best fit for the chocolate factory. <laughs> no. That is, that is He's like, well, well, Mr. Wonka, I uh, was going to pick the best kid, but then I felt really bad about decapitating <laughs> this girl. So it's kind of like a pity hire. Uh... So, yeah. I think he was going to give it to her, and then he heard Charlie had that terrible song. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, I, I got to give it to him. I'm sorry. Frankly, any, that was any, terrible. Any, anyone needs cheering up after that song. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Charlie. It, it actually, that, that song actually does the opposite of what it's supposed to. Yeah. Uh, it might it's it might be upsetting. called cheer up Charlie, but it actually makes everybody far more upset as for having to have to sit through it for two and a half minutes. Yeah, sorry, uh, Miss Bucket, song sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to work. <laughs> Walk your clothes. You took a break to sing that terrible song. <laughs> Mrs. Bucket has to work to feed herself, Charlie, and four grandparents. Reloading Grandpa Joe. He could go to work. No. <laughs> cabbage stew again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not even cabbage stew. It's cabbage water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yet Grandpa Joe like, clearly still has the energy to uh, Why not just eat get the up and cabbage dance? and drink the water? And he gets his extra money to get his tobacco. He does get tobacco <laughs> money. How inconsiderate is that? He's just bedridden and he just blows that smoke in the face of his three <laughs> bedmates. <laughs> and s- s- steams up Grandpa George's glasses because they're huge. <sighs> Why do we never hear the grandmothers speak? Why does nobody else speak? Well, one of them, she made the ends with the little tassels. But she got she, her little line. <laughs> she made oh, the end of the scarf. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is something I actually kind of do uh, enjoy about the uh, the Tim Burton one, is that all the grandparents actually are legitimate characters. <laughs> um, I mean, the movie itself is is is, is poor compared to <laughs> compared to this, and it's what no are the one, odds no of them finding Nate? that had, like, the girl version of their names. Joe and Josephine and George and Georgina. Well, this is this is a children's book, and it's not supposed to be taken far too seriously, even though we are enjoying <laughs> doing that. <laughs> um, I should also point out, actually, and this is kind of a, 
a fun and interesting thing is that Roald Dahl, who actually wrote the book, also wrote the screenplay for this movie. Yeah, so shut up, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very fair point. Nolan can have no complaints now on changing Wonka's character considering Roald Dahl did hit himself. I'm just kidding, Nolan, I love you. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm sure Harry Potter fans all are crapping all over J.K. Rowling for Fantastic Beasts. Yes, but that's because it's not a well-written movie. Whereas this is. This is a coherent movie. Does Nolan agree with that? I, I don't know. He only gave us that little paragraph. <laughs> he could not be here today, he, brother. He, he didn't have much time to talk after I shoved him in that cage and put him in a crate. <laughs> Shipped him off the loop of land. Although, the vermicious canids need something Listen, to eat now that all the I did line come. the inside of the crate with the wallpaper that you can lick. So oh, he, that's nice. He's enjoying some snozzberries. I told you to put some nuts in there. The snozzberries taste like snozzberries. Snozzberries? <laughs> What do you think a snozzberry tastes oh, like? Oh, that's one of my favorite lines where he's like, where she's like, snozzberries? Like, what on earth is a snozzberry? And he says, um, um, it's, a, it's a famous quote. He's like, we are the music makers. Oh, yeah. We are the dreamers of dreams. dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I love that <laughs> Totally part. random. Totally random. That's the, and again, that's the best thing. And, it, it, you know, it's, it's more of a testament to the actual fun time you can have listening out for all these lines is that we can only remember a few of them now so we want to go back and watch this movie again and just say ah yeah that weird one i mean i do like all questions must be submitted in writing (laughs) because he's just from the second they enter the factory he's just toying with them and toying with them and annoying them, and then he starts speaking French, and he starts speaking German, and Mr. Salt is like, oh, God, he's really gone crazy now. (laughs) (laughs) And, oh, everybody, and the Mrs. TV's going to be sick on the boat ride, and Wonka's just screaming in her face. (laughs) And Baruka wants a boat like that until it gets very crazy. Daddy, I do not want a boat like that. I want a golden goose that lay golden eggs for Easter. No, you, no, you don't, Veruca. No, you don't. They're not for... Happiness, they're... according to her mother, happiness is the key with children. Happiness and I, harmony. I want a feast. <laughs> You've had one of those already. <laughs> We've well, got seven more at home. <laughs> You can't. I apologize for any anyone that can hear this weather right now outside my uh, outside my house. It's it's quite horrendous. So apologies for that. If you could just anything. hear. Well, I I don't know. I was just covering myself, Brandon. Well, then I want to cover myself because my nose is kind of stuffy. So I might have been sniffling in the microphone a little bit. You've been sniffling. So. The weather's been nasty here. Janine's been coughing all coughing, over the place. Yes, it's so unprofessional. Oh, no so one's going to listen to this. Oh, I didn't want to have so... water and spill it all over my laptop. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to be able to afford a bean feast. We're just never going to so, get this monetized. Such a shame. <laughs> such a shame. I mean, not only a bean feast, we're, we're certainly not going to be able to afford a golden goose. 
<laughs> or the world. The all whole the world. Easter, all the world. All the whole ruined. world. <laughs> I want the world. I want the whole world. The whole world. <laughs> you can't have the whole world, Veruca. That's why it's way too much. I think even spoiled kids don't want the whole world. I think Ver Veruca's next level spoiled. I mean, how much must Mr. Salt make from his nuts? Right? She can have a nut feast. That would be easy. <laughs> she can have a nut feast. <laughs> I mean, nuts are very popular in England, as Morgan will tell you. Well, you nuts know, are popular. A lot of money. Nuts are popular everywhere. But he is he the only provider of nuts in the whole world? He might the be. The whole world. <laughs> Veruca already wants the whole world. <laughs> She also wants a, a party, I believe, with uh, roomfuls of laughter. Yes. And at a lot of ice cream. I mean, 10,000 tons like, of ice cream. Schmoda. Because that party's going to have a lot of guests, and she wants them to be happy, so that's good. She could be like, I want a party full of death and screams and blood everywhere. <laughs> that would be way more entertaining, though. I think that's what the Candyman wants. <laughs> that's what Wonka wants. Candyman. A party with a load of death and torture and chickens being decapitated. Yeah. Oh, dear. Let's talk a little bit about my favourite whole sequence, which is the inventing room. Uh, I think it's my favourite room in the whole factory. Uh, it's got the best machines in. It's got some of the best lines from Wonka. And sound effects. Uh, and sound, fun sound effects. And there. sound effects. <laughs> and um, <laughs> His I little springtime song. Yeah. I get, that's something I do just forget about. We now have thunder outside, by the way, for all those oh, keeping track of Oh, I heard weather. that, yeah. Um, just, just for anybody who cares about the weather right now. Of thunder. I hope we don't have too much thunder, and it kills the whole vibe of this fun movie with a load of ominous thunder. But who knows? Who knows what will happen? But yeah, uh, everything from the chewing gum to the gobstopper to uh, the gives it a little kick is just uh, the weird song. I think it's where Wonka. I think it's where everybody really starts to realise that Wonka's kind of a bit insane. Yeah. Uh, the inventing room is the inventing room, and everybody's doing their own thing and eating all the weird balloon things. The exploding candy. The exploding candy for your enemies. It's not, not, not quite ready yet, needs a bit more firepower. Um... But yeah, I mean, what, what, are, what are, in terms of uh, an individual room of the factory, is there one that you kind of like more than the rest? Um, I like the little machine powered by soda and fizzy drink. Oh, that the machine fun. likes the machine. Yeah, that's Predictable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the TV room the worst room in the whole factory? Because at that point, pretty much everybody's gone and you're just stuck with stupid-ass Mike TV. <laughs> like, everyone's least favorite. <laughs> least is, memorable child. He is everyone's least favorite. He's definitely my least favorite. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't get I it. Think my, my, 
I think my favorite room is the you know the main pure imagination room you know with the in the chocolate, chocolate room. river and everything's edible yeah, every kid would want to do that and even the parents are like all like whimsical and excited and wide-eyed at that mm-hmm. yeah but I, I i now can actually maybe understand why mrs tv gets quite sick on the boat ride it's because she's at far too much of that cream thing she no. was eating <laughs> the mushroom <laughs> <laughs> the, the the mushroom cream thing. She's eaten far too much, and nobody else was trying to be all sick and vomity on the boat ride. Mrs. TV's just like, oh, ah, 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 <laughs> at every given now opportunity. I, now I just really want to eat candy and chocolate all day. Right? Would you like to have chocolate beamed into your television that you could pick out? That'd be pretty dope. Would you like a golden egg for Easter? Is it like chocolate golden egg, or is it like actual gold? No, no, it's it's chocolate. Oh, yeah, it's just gold on the outside. But like, it's real gold on the outside. I don't know actually. What do they say in the movie? I gold? think they said it's real. I mean, real gold is edible. People do eat gold. Like, Who eats gold, like, Brandon? You can put fancy like, gold leaf on desserts and stuff. Like, like it literally, like, it doesn't taste like anything. And people are just like, I'm so rich. I'm going to eat <laughs> gold. Just to show everybody how rich I am. Is that what you do? No. Because you're so rich. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so rich, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, do not eat gold. <laughs> Actually, don't they have like gold in like alcohol? Yeah, some I think so. There is some alcohol that has gold flakes in it too. It's weird. I it's just do like that. a thing that I don't know. But so I, I would eat a golden egg if it's like a thin gold flaky layer, and then the rest of it's chocolate. I'd eat that. Would you would have you... a feast? Would you have a bean feast? <laughs> Yeah, but like my bean feast would be like baked beans. That's a feast. Is that your of favorite kind beans. of bean? Is that I your favorite kind beans. of bean? With, with like some bacon in there. Oh, so good. I mean, but, but a whole feast of them. That's way too many. I mean, that not alone. Maybe one will have bacon. Maybe one will have like pulled pork in it. Maybe like another one will have like brisket in it. I don't know. Like, get, get, let's get crazy with our All bean feast. <laughs> Let's get crazy Old with this bean beans. feast. Chicken beans. Oh, I want the meats. I want the whole meat. Brandon, it oh, sounds like to, to me you're not having a bean feast as much as you're having just a feast. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to stick with the barbecue theme here. You know? Whoever spoke about a barbecue, there's no barbecue. This is just beans. Well, baked beans are a staple at any barbecue. Here. Is that true? Maybe that's Over where US he's things. from, yeah, no, baked beans, has they beans eat them with, with breakfast. That's part of an English breakfast. You have beans Ugh. on toast. You don't have beans with a barbecue. That's weird. Yes, you do. Listen, <laughs> it's like, that is legitimately the weirdest thing I've ever heard. No, it's not. Listen, We're going to start we... bringing up biscuits and scones. And no, please. <laughs> and for English the love of muffins. God. As the winners of the American Revolution, we get to set the rules. As the winners of a conflict that was... How, how long ago? I'm sorry. How old is your country? It's fairly young. Yeah, it's fairly, pretty, pretty young. Pretty young. <laughs> you're competing. You're competing with the likes of South Sudan, and 
but in that very short amount of time, oh, we became the know. most powerful <laughs> nation in the world. I'm not getting into the whole a world. And the whole, I'm not getting into a, a country on country <laughs> argument with so, you because, as we all I'm know, trying, I don't like my country anyway. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that Ruka Salt is the United States of America. <laughs> Even okay. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> I want that oil. I want all the oil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then how come? Mike TV is quite clearly the most American. Um, he loves he throw, loves he loves killing and, and guns and all those things that all Americans love. <laughs> 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 I mean, I just can't get enough killing in my everyday <laughs> life. I just, I just love going up to people, and I'm wearing a cowboy hat, and I just pull out my revolver and shoot him <laughs> in the gun and go, bam! So it's a good thing he wasn't 12 yet. He would have assassinated Mr. Walker right in front of his factory, in front of all those people. Oh, my God. Mike TV's dad looks so weird as well. He's the weirdest-looking person. He looks backwards. <laughs> He looks backwards. He does, though. He really does. Mrs. TV looks like... Mrs. TV's a nice enough person. She teaches geography. What the hell's she his dad doing? Just shooting she, people? She's clearly not a good geography teacher because she doesn't know about Loompa Land. No. But she knows about Rock Matter now. <laughs> oh, she does. <laughs> oh, that is such... Again, with the throwaway line. On the musical lock... Yeah. The musical lock to the to the chocolate room. And Mrs. TV's yes. just like, yep, yeah, I know that. Schmodown. I suppose you've got to give sort of credit to Roald Dahl for all those throwaway lines as well. Because I read this book years and years ago, but I don't really remember too many of the little details. But just the the input of all these little throwaway sort of laughy, funny moments. Moments and random things. Completely random things. It just really adds to the silliness of it. It adds to the weirdness and quirkiness of it all. And it's, it does make it uh, this fantasy movie. Because, um, like we said before, not everything is sort of based in reality by any stretch of the imagination. Pure um, imagination. Which is, what, which is <laughs> what they had to do to Mike TV in the taffy room. They had to stretch him. They did have to stretch him. And um, I, can't, I also, I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to bring up the, the Tim Burton one so much, but I think that a good thing about it is that you, that you actually get to see what happened. At the end, you see what, what happened. happened. Yeah. I prefer to assume they all died. So do I. Admittedly, so do I. Uh, especially in this one. Um, but it is kind of nice uh, in in that Tim Burton one where you actually get to see them all, what happened. And Mike TV's like nine foot out. tall. And uh, Violet's just thin and flexible, but she's still blue. Um, it will be, it will be, it will be kind of cool. Um, what's your favourite Oompa Loompa song? 
I would say probably the first one. Um, what about do fat you kids. get? What you guys are down with? <laughs> Eating as much as, as an, an elephant, elephant eats. eats. <laughs> uh, I always forget that next line. He's like, something, something terribly fat. What do you think will come um, of that? that? I don't like the looks of this. And they blame the parents. They always blame the parents. They do always blame the parents. I'd also like to bring up the fact that some of the Oompa Loompas are not exactly thin themselves. So they can't go around fat shaming people. But I'm they sorry. don't guzzle down sweets. They just How? naturally. Don't they live <laughs> off sweets? Don't they live off not, sweets? It's not a detriment to their life, though. Like, they won't dive headfirst into a chocolate river and drown because, because they're they so obsessed. <laughs> Brandon, we've already been over this. Augustus Gloop was pushed. <laughs> he may it's or like, may not. It was. He's like Bran Stark in the first episode of Game of Thrones. Up for Did he fall? Did he fall? Was he pushed? Is Wonka Jamie Lannister in this scenario? Yes. The things I he does do. for candy. The things, the things I do for chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> but he would have oh ruined God. his chocolate by pushing him in. Yeah, that's true. Unless he Unless. doesn't really churn his chocolate by waterfall. And that's why it's so thick. Thin because it's not really the chocolate; it's a diversion. that he uses. Yeah. Or, unless Willy Wonka's chocolate is actually made from human beings. I don't know about that. And he constantly brings back uh, children to visit his factory and kills them all off and puts them into his ingredients. Now you didn't think of that, did you? Why has nobody turned this movie into a horror film? It should <laughs> or even be just this concept. Like, they, need to, just they need to. Bright burn, they need to bright burn. They need to bright burn Willy Wonka. <laughs> I'd be down for but, that. But what if, what if the Chocolate River was just a regular river, and then the morning of, he went up to the Oompa Loompas and was like, "Listen, guys, you got you got to put that brown food coloring in the river. We got to drown a fat kid today." <laughs> Well, hey, what color does blood turn into? <laughs> what? Blood turns brown, guys. Blood so turns that brown? May, that may not be chocolate in that river. Oh. <laughs> well, it's, it certainly isn't thick enough. So Augustus is a vampire. Augustus Group is a vampire. And yeah. as we all... As we, also determined Augustus Goop's father is on, is not human either because he eats <laughs> he can random eat objects. <laughs> he can eat microphones. And I, I would try and eat my microphone that's in front of me now, but I can't really. Ah, I can't really do it. It's uh, it's kind of weird. But yeah, guys, is that... Uh, I am trying. I was just trying. I was just trying. Is there anything else... Both of either of you want to bring up about this movie and uh, how much we all kind of love it because it's quite clear we all love it, even though it's really weird and fun, silly. Um, I just love Gene Wilder, he does the range of emotions very well. He's uh, whimsical and endearing and annoyed and sarcastic and silly, and he just makes this movie very fun. 
I do agree. He does make the whole movie. Um, it would not be the same without him, as proven with the Tim Burton version. Um, it would. It just doesn't really work. He encapsulates the whole feel of the movie. Like everything else is is as silly and is as weird as he is. But with him there as the centerpiece, with everything built around it, it is just it works perfectly. And yeah, I like how this I like how this movie ends with the fake anger and then you won, you won. And you stole fizzy lifting, lifting drinks. drinks. <laughs> you bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. I am extraordinarily busy. <laughs> I am extraordinarily busy, sir. Oh, his office he, is actually a good room. Everything just cut. He's in half. like writing on a half sheet of paper. <laughs> yeah, his that desk is, is cut in half. That is true. And again, just another another little thing about this movie that's abs- that is never mentioned or never referenced, and it's just there for you to enjoy. And. It's just fun to go back to and hear those little lines and see those little moments and little random things that just play into it so well and just make it so silly and fun. I, I love that. It is exactly it is exactly why I think this movie is so rewatchable. Is that it? It does have that to it as well as it. You know, being a a musical and having the the musical numbers themselves, you want to come back to some of them at least. Not <laughs> not <laughs> those ones. <laughs> um, not the first two. Um, well, that's actually actually in in Nolan's crate that I put him in. I put a song, a custom song on loop that just says, "Cheer up, Nolan. <laughs> Give it a smile. It's gonna be okay. You're off to Balupa Land today." <laughs> You might get eaten by a hornswoggle of vicious canid, but it's all gonna be okay because I'm eating kids. <laughs> you might. I tried making it rhyme, by... okay? <laughs> yeah. You might get eaten by a vermicious canid. <laughs> But at least Violet Beauregard won't tell you to can it, you twit. (laughs) (laughs) Or Mike Mike TV won't shoot you in the gut. But you may get... um, Damn it, I can't improv. Boom. Not very good. You just lost this rap battle, son. Naturally, I I would always lose a rap battle, especially against you. You, of course, Brandon, the most renowned rapper in all of Southern California. Yeah. There's no one better. No, 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 no. So you know, no you've one. heard of Slim Shady. I'm I'm Slim Sunny. <laughs> Oh my god, Slim Sunny! You should you should make that a thing. I, w- I would <laughs> happily. I would like to. Um, I would like to make a documentary about Slim Sunny and see what his his life's like. See what his his 
number one single is going to be uh, you're clearly working on it's clearly going to be the the Loomperland song or whatever you plan on calling it mm-hmm. talking about uh, Vermicious Canids it's going to be called The Abduction of Nolan Part 2 Oh. I'm I'm looking forward to the abduction of Nolan Part Three. I I don't know how that will go. Perhaps you will actually murder him. I don't know. You're as sadistic as Wonka. It's true. And the Candyman. And the Candyman. The Candyman. And the <laughs> the psychiatrist from the montage, who's quite violent as well. And the, and um, the computer, computer man exactly <laughs> what it can do with a lifetime supply of chocolate. <laughs> and the um, <laughs> and Mr. Turkentine and Mr. Turkentine verbally <laughs> 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 abuses his student. Oh my god! And the um, the 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 drug lord from Panama who fakes <laughs> or Paraguay from Paraguay who fakes the. Uh, Fakes the ticket. You could be as violent as he is, as well. I think that's kind of. Uh, do you not think it's kind of racist? <laughs> that he's like, from make, make make the South American to be a cheat. <laughs> well, I mean, the only one who could really fake a golden ticket convincingly would be a drug lord. But Obviously. Then okay. Then it's kind of uh, it's kind of racist to assume that. The drug lord is South American, even though kind of accurate. That's where all the best drug lords are. The best ones. The best ones. Like the cream of the major leagues. The, the cream ma- of the crop. The major how do you leagues. know this, Brandon? I don't know. I just know things. With Brandon's... About the world. Brandon's lifestyle is Slim Sonny. He comes into contact with many with... drug lords. <laughs> from all over Paraguay. And Uruguay and Venezuela. Just those three countries, specifically. He refuses to work with anybody from Colombia because he, he doesn't believe that anybody will ever be as good as Pablo Escobar. So he refuses to work with anybody else from Colombia. Isn't that right, Slim? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone pretty far off the off, rails. Off. <laughs> Way, way off the road. I don't know. We're on the boat. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's gone off the river. It's gone off the Which direction we are going. <laughs> <laughs> How dirty does the underside of that boat get in the Chocolate River? There's got to be bacteria growing. Yeah, well, there. that's why he has the Oompa Slaves to clean it off. The Oompa Slaves? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, where does the boat go? Where's the dock? It comes out of nowhere, and it goes There's to no nowhere. earthly way of knowing. Again, I feel no like that's way. just your answer for everything now. <laughs> <laughs> Much like... what, Brandon, what is your answer to the question, where is this movie set? There's no earthly way of knowing <laughs> which city is the setting. I'm convinced it's like Geneva. I don't know. Where did they actually film this? Is it Scotland? It's not Scotland. (laughs) Is it Fresno, California? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. It might be Fresno. It might be Fresno. (laughs) There's a lot of Mike TVs in Fresno, so I don't think. (laughs) Oh, 
Yeah. People do, what, so, walking so around with cowboy, cowboy hats on? Yeah. Do people walk around town. with cowboy hats on? That's kind of yeah. intriguing. I, I, I recently watched, uh, this is totally random, but uh, Hell or Good. High Water and uh, No Country for Old Men. And that was like, wow, everyone in Texas just really wears cowboy hats at the time. <laughs> that's not a myth. That's, that's not a stereotype. <laughs> that's just accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike TV is from Arizona, though. Do, oh. people, do people from Arizona Close. wear cowboy hats all the time i mean i've never seen chance ellison without a cowboy hat on. <laughs> so. oh. Down. oh my god could you imagine actually him wearing a cowboy hat as opposed to his usual Baseball hat and glasses. That, that would be great. He could join the outlaw. I've just yeah. realized writing itself. I've just realized I don't actually know what Chancey's head looks like. I've got I no idea. Does. I've got no idea what's <laughs> under that hat. He could be. A, He's probably a got a mouth. bean feast going on under a, there. It's got a bean feast under his hat. That's what a bean <laughs> feast. Bean feast. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a bean feast under the hat. Of course he has. So he oh. hides his everlasting gobstopper. That might be very true. It's where he puts his, his gum once he's halfway done with it because he's everybody, trying to beat Violet Beauregard's record of three months. Everybody gets one, and one is enough for anybody. <laughs> I love that as well because Wonka's that Wonka at that point is getting annoyed with everybody. Um, <laughs> she's got two. Everybody has one. <laughs> And I, I believe that's where one of the cannons Why the yeah. hell would you need to? <laughs> well, considering Brandon has just told uh, told me to can it, I think that's a nice place to start wrapping up this uh, slightly silly episode of It's a Wonderful Podcast where we um, had a lovely discussion on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, showing it so much love, all the love that it deserves. We are right smack bang in the middle of Musical March now, and uh, we have two more episodes to come, and um, I'm sure you'll like them as well. I'm sure they'll be equally as silly. Um, but thank you to both Janine and Brandon. Uh, first of all, Janine, uh, what have you got going on? Have you got anything going on? Is there anything you actually else want to say about this movie or anything before we finish? Um, I think we pretty much covered it. Just a lot of fun and go back and rewatch and see all the little silly things you may not have noticed the first time around or even the second time around. Um, but yeah, I'm Janine. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Janine Dabeen. Not Bean Feast, just Dubbeen. Janine De Feast. <laughs> Janine Dubbeen Feast. <laughs> and I have a tea public shop at G9 Design. I have a Patreon at Janine LC. And you can see me as The Machine on the movie Trivia Schmodown. Where your next entrance will be Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bar uh, Brandon, can I borrow your hat? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> good day, sir. <laughs> I said good day. 
Brandon, is there anything else you would like to say about this movie before we wrap up? What have you got going on? Uh, well, I guess I have a lot of stuff to plug. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at BrandonHanna07. Uh, YouTube.com slash BrandonHanna, where you can learn all about the science of fizzy lifting drinks. Much better than that hack on IGN that did his video. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I checked his math, and I, I, I just went a little deeper into it. I was a little more specific. So oh, so you'll say. Oh, okay. Brandon, uh, <laughs> uh, you heard it here first, everyone. Brandon, better than IGN for your yes, scientific I, movie knowledge. It's, it's, I think he's on IGN. I don't know. If he it's isn't on IGN, good. Brandon will be receiving a lawsuit from IGN very soon. And it's, it's, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. I. It, it in fact was not IGN at all. Like I want to say IGN. It's either IGN or Nerdist. <laughs> Maybe it's Nerdist. I don't know. No, but there's a science not, show on one of those. They're not going to hear this Nerdist, pile. Nerdist okay. has a science show. It's Nerdist. It's okay, Brandon. They're not going to yeah. hear this anyway. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Your reputation well, will well, not come into tatters. Both IGN and Nerdist can suck it. No. <laughs> 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 it's, it's Nerdist. Call anyway. it, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. my This has gone off the rails again. Okay. Uh, yes. So check, you know, check that one out on Nerdist. Uh, because science with Kyle something or other. But check mine out, too, because mine's better. And um, YouTube.com slash Brandon Hanna. Patreon.com slash Brandon Hanna. Um, make sure you uh, start following Team Action Show on Twitter, Action Industries on Instagram and Facebook, uh, because I said so. Um, <laughs> because Ben Bateman and Andrew Guy are cool. And... <laughs> Uh oh 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 yeah here's another one. Uh lordsofthefilms.com, my movie blog that I write with James White and Ryan Fernand. Uh yeah, if you like reading movie reviews because you prefer reading over watching people talk about stuff, uh you could do that there. Um sometimes we post other cool movie articles, uh Oscar predictions, stuff like that. So yeah, just give that a whirl. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, Willy Wonka is dope, and you should watch it. I feel like I've been saying dope a lot this movie or this podcast. You should also watch the movie called Dope, which is also a good movie. Because uh, you know about drugs yeah. and rapping. Exactly. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, it, it has all, it's kind of my autobiography. It has all dope. come full circle. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Brandon. I just really wanted to just let you keep going on and on there. I um, Yeah. I, I was, you, you clearly I had know. more that you wanted to say, and... Um, I was just enjoying listening to your soothing voice as it's, apparently it's people... Your voice is soothing. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Apparently people like listening to my voice, even though I can get a bit silly sometimes. But yes, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 47 of It's a Wonderful Podcast. Right smack bang in the middle of Musical March. Keep tuning in uh, to the show. Uh, for the rest of the month and for the rest of time because, you know, it's not going anywhere. So keep listening, keep subscribing, keep downloading the episodes. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Podbean, on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher, 
on Castbox and on various other places. You, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's probably going to be there. So just download the episodes and support our silly show that we've got back. Nolan will be back next week. Um, and next week we are going to be talking The Wizard of Oz um, with Rachel Silvestrini again, who is coming back on following her debut on the Whoa. Singing in the Rain Whoa. episode Whoa. last week. Uh, she is great. We all think she's great here. And you two are also great. And oh, stop it. Like, <laughs> like, like I said, Nolan will be back next week. But, uh, yeah, you can follow the show on Twitter at It's a Wonderful One to see all the new episodes and updates and who we have on and what we are doing and all that good stuff. Or you can follow me on Twitter at the Purple Dome with the three instead of the E in the because three is the magic number. Or on Instagram at just the Purple Dome with no numbers because Instagram actually likes me as opposed to Twitter. And, yeah, find the show on all those platforms and subscribe and download and leave a nice review and tell us how silly we are and tell us how much you love Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory because quite obviously you do because everyone does. It's impossible to not to, unless you're Nolan. Um, in which case, you clearly have a, a very cold, black heart. And I'm, I'm just sad for him. I'm just legitimately very sad for him that he doesn't doesn't like this movie. It's painful. It's breaking my heart. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sorry to end on such a downer, guys, but I might just go and cry right now. I can't even but send it. I can't even send it to him f- to see it, to see him. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle it with two slim sunny cams. <laughs> slim sunny. Cheer up, Morgan. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Smile. Thanks, guys. I really needed that now. <laughs> Thank you again for listening, everyone. Until next time, I guess I'll just have to see it out this week. You lose. Good day, sir.